0: Hi, I'm Glenn, and I'm Jim, and welcome to the Backstage Show.
1: Today, we are still at Village Players of Hatboro. We've been stuck here for a long time. Three <laughs> whole weeks. Three whole weeks. weeks yeah. three whole we've weeks. been yeah, We've been sleeping. Uh, yeah, people are wondering where I am at work.
2: Send yeah. food and water. But
1: we'll be concluding our uh, discussions with Mrs. Allison Schrader. Hi. The president of Village Players. And Ms. Ashley Laura Lee. Hello. The vice president. <laughs> where we left off is we wanted to share some of our personal experiences of various productions that we've worked on uh-huh. here. And I've already talked about way too many of them myself over 20-something episodes. 20, 22,
0: if you count the last two that we've had here. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna to actually, be it's not even more. Th- no, anything. it's more than that. I'm counting them wrong anyway. <laughs> Never mind. Cut that. Note to self. Edit that section out.
3: <laughs> Lots of gym stories. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: plenty of gym stories. Plenty of Glenn stories. None of them from me here. So, so the three of like you. To hear. Will, uh... So Ashley,
1: you've been involved here for about five years. Correct and you started out with?
2: Leading ladies. Leading ladies. In 2013? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we talked about this earlier. That's right. 2013. That was my first, actually, technically, it was my first time acting ever. Really? Yeah, so I I was a gazelle when I was five in a show. And when did you morph into a human? (laughs) I played a gazelle, and um, when I was in college, I, I sort of performed, but it was for credit. I don't know if it really counts. Um, was
1: it acting class in a theater? It department?
2: was so it was, it was th- it was literally theater one hundred and one, I believe, at Gwinnett Mercy University is where I went, and uh, we did—I uh, don't even remember the name of it—but I, I had this role where I played a really dumb writer, or, or not dumb writer, a dumb uh, like young lady, Victorian lady, okay. um, and I didn't really have a huge part or anything, but it was—it was like one. It was my first taste, and then gotcha. once I graduated, I found Village Players of Hapro by Googling. Um, <laughs> or, no, that's not even true. No, no, I was on Craigslist looking for odd jobs. And Zach Palmer, who is a director here, Mm -hmm. um, had posted an audition notice on Craigslist. Wow. And I thought, huh, that looks like fun. And I went out to audition and I heard back a couple days later and I got the lead role, lead female role, I guess. Um, Not one of the
1: leading ladies because they're both men. They're men who play women
2: (laughs) or Mm -hmm. like men pretending to be women, but they're actually men.
1: And that's Um, another force which. We were talking about yeah. which much is like what it. opened that season yeah. yeah that's ken ludwig right yes yes
2: it is. Yeah. yes yeah so that was my first ever show and, and then
1: we got to work together right and then after you that. and i
2: got to work together doing being of sound mind i remember one of my favorite things about that show is literally the at the read through you were like okay disclaimer everybody Erin, right here, leading lady, is my <laughs> girlfriend. Um, so if you see us doing anything, it's not weird or
1: anything. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> might have been it, weird. Yeah, I was say, right. It's still weird. It's <laughs> a little weird. I was
2: like, okay, that's cool, I guess.
1: Well, I, I was probably, you know, you know how backstage romances mm-hmm. and. Showman.
0: Showmance, show-mance. Yeah. you've Oh, never man. Heard that term oh no, I've not, but that, I'm gonna use uh, that.
3: That was copyrighted from somebody, but I won't say. Oh, <laughs> it's fine, you don't have to. No.
0: Oh, I've been hearing Showman's for years. It's oh, so. gosh, from, and this
3: is gonna that. sound really silly, but uh, do you, have you ever, did you ever watch Big Brother? No. no. Okay, I was gonna say the one of the guy, one of the guys who was uh, who won the first what second season or whatever, he coined that, and every single reality show has been using that. Oh, I've since. been hearing,
0: I was hearing that since before there was a Big Brother, mm-hmm. in Community Theater. I, that's that's term has been around for quite a while. Yeah.
2: I figure. Yeah. Yeah. Not but now it's officially sh- trademarked, so. Oh, there you <laughs> go. So, so we have to, do we have to pay rights to use it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna still use it. At any <laughs> yeah. right, I don't.
0: We'll get a cease and desist. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: I don't know. You can so, send that cease and desist letter to <laughs> podcast at. Backstage.link. Well it seems like we've dodged a bullet on that one before, so just okay.
2: <laughs> Oh, we've had a lot of showmances, I guess. Uh, there <laughs> have been. I feel like community theater is a cesspot of showmances. Oh, <laughs> cesspot?
1: Yeah. Cesspool?
2: Cesspool. C- wait, did I say cesspool? Whatever. A chamberpot. A pos-
1: chamberpot
2: <laughs> chamber
3: of showmances. This has got to be the
1: good episode. Yes. <laughs> I can tell.
3: For dish and dirt. Well, yeah.
1: I don't know. I probably just felt like you hear, oh, yeah, there's like talk or there will get to be talk amongst whispering gossip like mm-hmm. oh I saw them kissing after the rehearsal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's probably why he gave her the role yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because I
1: don't know it becomes something you become conscious of mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. oh did she just get that role because she's
2: mm-hmm. yeah, his the director's girlfriend, or whatever. girlfriend. Yeah, there's yeah.
0: actually I have an agreement with my wife that she's not allowed to audition for me at all b- really? because of that reason okay. because I figured that one of two things is going to happen either I'm not going to cast her and I have to go home to her, <laughs> <after not laughs> her or I will cast her and everybody's just going to think that I cast her because she's my wife. Mm-hmm. Right. There's so no I, I just try to yeah. just avoid that situation altogether. So how do you propose to deal with that in the future, Ashley?
2: Uh, why, why? What do you mean? Do you think that there's a show coming up that I should be worried about? No, no. I mean, no, no, I as
1: know. in, your significant other is also heavily involved here.
2: Yes, I know. Well, uh, so, fun fact, he is, <laughs> I, we've talked previously in previous in previous episodes, he's directing Proof in March. Right, right. Um, he's actually assistant directing for me in seminars, so I don't have to worry about him auditioning for right. me. Right, and
1: Aaron and I have frequently had that Set up. Yeah, yeah,
2: so, and... but Because I want to perform in proof very badly, I told him I wasn't going to be his AD when he directs, so I am auditioning for him. And okay. me and him have had... We've had a lot of very serious talks about it, um, including one where I threatened to uh, leave him if he didn't cast me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, In all seriousness... You're telling um, the world
1: this, by yes, the way.
2: Yes, just... <laughs> can we strike that, actually?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could. Um, no,
2: no, no. Uh, I, I, I honestly, it, you have to come to a certain amount of understanding with your significant and other. Absolutely. And, yeah. I mean, I I'm sure he probably thought about giving me that whole rule, like don't audition for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, um, it,
0: it works different ways for different people. Yeah. I, that's just after talking to my wife, and we we had a whole discussion about mm-hmm. about what would work best for us.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I think with Kevin, I trust him to whoever he casts, it will be the person he thinks will perform the role best, mm-hmm. and as long as I understand that. In my heart of hearts, then I won't be upset if I don't get cast. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm going to act my face off at auditions, <laughs> so it'll be fine. I'll deal with it if I don't get cast, and if I do, and people talk about it, oh well, it's
0: neither. Yeah, that's that's the other people's <laughs> problems. Exactly. And I mean, at this point, you know, my wife and I have a three-year-old, so we're not going to be working on the same show for quite a while. <laughs> no. So not even an issue anymore. Yeah. Right. So if you want to avoid it, just have kids. So oh,
2: that's <laughs> terrible advice. <laughs> but okay, yeah, I'll take it. Probably not
0: the best reason. To have no. Kids. No, no, <laughs> Probably not. I, I've
1: never claimed to give good advice. <laughs> But you and I, Ashley, have had occasion to direct each other in different productions. That
2: is correct. You've directed me twice, twice. now, and I've only directed you once. True. Cr- tr- well, I've Kurt- only done three Kurt- or four shows that's here. That's true, yeah. <laughs> I was in Being a Sound Mind, which we said, and then Hound of the Baskervilles. That's right. I got to play the villain. I was very excited about that.
1: In fact, both of those, you were... I was the villain
2: in both. Oh my god, that's right. You were the villain, right. yes. You, you
1: you're, hate you're, me. You're,
2: you're like <laughs> you, I was going to say, you clearly think I'm a bad person. No, I just think that <laughs> no. you can do
1: that very well. well you're good. Like you're that.
0: just, well, evil
2: Yeah, mean? you're
1: just like
0: a... You're evil good at being evil. Person.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's true. That's very true. And then in in my show... You're my go-to villain. Yes! I like it. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> the femme fatale. Um, mm-hmm.
1: that's, that's not a villain. The femme, the femme fatale, fatale villain.
2: <laughs> 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 the femme fatale villain. Um, the F oh. F V. Is that femme? Yeah. FFE F-f-f-f. Yeah, that's also feline. That's that's a that's a feline disease. <laughs> that's F L V. Oh F L V, my bad. Okay, well,
0: which my cat has, so that's how. I'm. Oh well, well,
2: thank you for telling us. And I'm really sorry <laughs> about your cat.
0: <laughs> She's doing just fine. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, bringing anyway. back to it. Um, yeah, and in my show, I direct the first ever show that I directed here was uh, No Sex Please, We're British, which I was in, which exactly Jim was in, and you played Mr. Needham. Yep. <laughs> And, oh Alison was
1: also involved in it. Yeah, oh, that's right. You yes. were. You
2: were one of the delivery people and our stage manager. Stage manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And that's how um, you got your start here, is it?
2: Before that, but we'll get to yeah. me in oh, a bit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, with with uh, No Sex Please We're British, my favorite thing that you did was when. So in No Sex Please We're British, there's a scene where. <laughs> I know what this is going to be. <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah, we're I'm not getting proud ready. of it. Well, I would be. I, I would think be. it was pretty great. Yeah. It was. There's a scene where you're pants fall off, essentially, <laughs> and we had to make it so that, like, obviously his pants would fall off and his boxers would stay on, and I think you had, like, five pairs of I, underwear
0: I on. had a show where I had a similar thing, where I had, like, underwear on, <laughs> on like, my comedy boxers <laughs> right, right. over mm-hmm. the underwear. Which, I think pendant. you had
2: comedy boxers, didn't you? I had I think, three
0: pairs of underwear on. Yeah, and you
2: had three pairs of underwear on underneath? Three,
0: I only went with two. <laughs> I 3 He wanted to be
2: very <laughs> three-plied? He wanted to be very careful. But, like, the first time we ever tried this in rehearsal, <laughs> the pants Come down.
0: Yeah, I think I ended up wearing pants that were <laughs> yeah. like like six sizes too large yeah. for me yeah. just to get them to fall down. We
1: well, it was tough because if I you
0: get them buy them too big and they won't stay on. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's it's like a little. Tri- I, I think we used something like super big and they had like kind of Velcro uh, to hold it closed. Yeah, we okay, yeah, that might have been it. a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: well, we had a lot of a lot of tech not technical difficult. No, I guess there were technical difficulties. Like we had a hutch that had to slide closed at certain uh, points yeah, in the right. show. We had to start a fire in the kitchen and we weren't. And sure, the best way to do it. So we, we never up...
1: covered that. That was a policy, a fire hazard policy oh, yeah, here yeah, that yeah. you couldn't have mm. open flames in shows. We...
2: <laughs> yes. Well, we, did you we... do that in
0: True West? Because I know you did that here. Did you do? What, what, what... There was supposed to be the fire in the trash can in the one scene. We just didn't do it. Yeah, we had we didn't have can a can fire too. though, yeah. did we?
2: Fire? We did ours? Or yeah. True West? True West. I don't remember. I wasn't oh. part of that. Uh, but there
1: was a fire I in, remember that. In, in No, no Sex, Sex, Please. There,
2: well, well, the way we solved the fire problem was we used one of those like flamey, the fake flames that yeah. you get at the yeah. Halloween store. Oh, yeah. Um, and covered, covered and, yeah. and a smoke machine. Yeah. So
1: that, yeah, that was in an open flame. Mm-hmm.
2: No, but we talked about it briefly <laughs> using an open flame in a metal can because we couldn't I, figure yeah. out what else to do. Because <laughs> I really
0: thought about it for True West and then I'm like, actually, we really don't even need it at all. Yeah, This, I assume, was more important.
2: There was something else that we had to do in No Sex Please. I think, like, something caught on fire on the stage or was supposed to, and I, we finagled it. I can't remember, but I feel like that was something we had to deal with. Maybe when Aaron went to go strike the match, he actually did.
3: Think, oh, Maybe that was it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then sort of like, oh crap, I wasn't supposed to do that. And then all of a sudden, uh, yeah. there's fire. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was supposed <laughs> to do fake matches. I don't know.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> Real matches, fake matches. What's the
1: difference? So, what have you? What have been your favorite experiences? In shows here.
2: Favorite experience. Well, one of them, like, since we were talking about being of sound mind, uh, I'm, I sort of we talked about this earlier, the... What's happening? Yeah, that was the cast party. Yeah. Oh. Oh my God. The cast party.
1: What was the other
2: one? I was gonna say when there was Uh, the the, audience. The the audience. I was Mm. earlier. We were talking about audience participation in inadvertent audience participation. Yes.
1: Well, for the benefit of folks who either have not been here or maybe haven't been here recently, the sound of people in the audience really carries in this yes. theater. Mm-hmm.
2: So, And our audiences don't tend to be shy. No. Especially the older clientele <laughs> that we have. <laughs> Very true. Um, but there was this one moment during Being of Sound Mind where, I, I don't know if it was a regular performance or a benefit performance, Essentially, the premise of being of sound mind is that the main character is being gaslighted.
1: Exactly. Um,
2: and it's a mystery, you don't know who's gaslighting her or mm-hmm. if she's actually going crazy. Um, and then at one point during the show dead silence there's like a very serious conversation going on and then there's a pause somebody in the audience turns to her companion and goes what is happening <laughs> <laughs> loud as can be and then I was one of the people on stage and I turned to my co and I'm like oh my god just say your next line and don't laugh just say your next line and get off the stage and I remember getting off the stage and just dying like <laughs> fell to the floor <laughs> laughing my butt off I that agree. is
0: always so hard it when the guy because oh, that goodness. happens not infrequently mm-hmm. in community mm-hmm. theater and often they are close enough to the stage to hear if oh, the yeah. whether oh, or not yeah. the entire audience can hear
2: there was yeah. there was this one time during epic proportions which was the summer show last year yep. right yeah, yeah. I, I was in that one too and uh, apparently my mother came to a show and i didn't hear it but everybody else did and took a phone call in the middle oh. of the show oh. but <laughs> i was like oh god mom why cringe <laughs> <ready?">
1: <laughs> What i don't that, know these man? people yeah
2: like, and people were like oh who's this woman and then i come on, i come off the stage afterwards and i go to hug her and they're like oh that's her mom oh my god <laughs> does she know she was on the phone during the show <laughs> i found out later and i was like mom how could you why would you do that to me but no it's fine um other fun experiences well again with being of sound mind we were talking about the drunk through we
1: did at the cast party we <laughs> ran through the show but we had been we
2: drinking. had been imbibing alcohol <laughs> and we decided not only were we going to do a quote-unquote drunk through, we were also going to, everybody was going to have a different accent.
1: Because, <laughs> or character. Or
2: character. They are all going to play different characters. Different. Well, no. It was, no, no, no. It was, it was that they are playing their
1: normal role like as somebody else. Yeah. Like uh, Anthony did his role. He was like the leading man, but he did it as Robin Williams.
2: Yes. Wow. And I know that, oh, I don't even, oh, I honestly care. It's This was years ago. This was yeah. 2014.
0: Almost five years ago. 14, yeah, yeah. That would actually be an interesting exercise. Sober. <laughs>
2: <laughs> doing doing them as different characters? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: Give you a test on whether or not you really know your lines. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Interesting.
2: And it was like a half speed through, half drunk through. And then at one point, one of the guys...
1: I don't remember was, if we got to the end or not. We
2: definitely didn't. <laughs> one of the guys, like, had a pack of matches.
1: Oh. Because
2: we used it in the actual show to light the uh, oven. The stove, rather. Okay. And uh, he got this pack of matches. <laughs> opened it and like because he was had been drinking they fell everywhere on the stage which Mm. again our stage is a wooden stage um and then he sat down in the middle of this mess and started light like trying to light a match because it was part of whatever he was doing and it took us all our our drunk people a, a little bit to realize wait He's surrounded by matches on a wooden stage. We should probably <laughs> stop smart, him yeah. from lighting a match. So after that, everybody went to bed, and I think half of us slept on the stage yes, in sleeping bags. So needless to say, we don't drink at the theater and anymore. And I was going to say, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. certain that our show is the reason it. we don't drink at the theater anymore. Seems like that's
0: probably a good idea.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we've had some
1: we have <laughs> had some
2: fun experiences. What about you,
1: Alison? So Allison, you started here, what, three years ago? I
3: did start here three years ago three years ago. But um, you
1: did start stage managing, right? Is that I true? started
3: acting first oh. before I stage managed. Oh, I actually went to high school down in Philadelphia at the Philadelphia High School for Creative and Performing Arts and I was a theater major. And that's where i we did a lot of black box production plays and I also stage managed. That was the first time I actually stage managed and I didn't do anything for years. Because in college it was just like okay you were a theater major for all of high school is that exactly what you're going into? And you see all these possibilities you you that are open to you, and you're like, oh, crap, what do I choose? What do I choose? So I did communications for, let's say, maybe two years. And then I was like, you know what? I think I just found what I wanted to do, and I became a chef apprentice. And I started baking and doing pastries and everything. I got through school, and... It wasn't until right after I got married when I was like, you know what, I think I want to do this again. And yeah. it was nine years after I had acted. Wow. One of my friends, Keith Melcheski, he was directing a show here at the Village Players called The Shining Lives. And it was my a f- summer show. It was a summer show. Summer it was the summer yes. show of 2015. And my friend Kara and I were like, you know what, let's go out and audition for it. Let's, let's just do it because you never know what's going to happen. And we did. We both got cast. Mm-hmm. I got cast alongside Ashley. Correct. I got to play one of her really good friends. Yes. And... It was a really fast-paced, like, five weeks mm-hmm. till we opened. Yeah. But it was wonderful. It
2: was one of the best shows we've ever done, I think. It is.
3: A bunch
1: of factory workers who were exposed to... Was it it's the Radium
2: Girls from the 1920s. Radium. yes. Was it 20s, 30s, it, something like that? It went from 20s through the 30s. Yeah, so essentially the the main character who I played, Katie, um, she she and her friends all worked at the factory, and and, and during that time, the way they, they painted watch faces was they would point the... Uh, the Brushes in their mouths, um, to or like they'd suck on the brush to make it a point. They dip it in radium, paint the wash Yum. suck, mm. and repeat. So that's how they got radium poisoning, cancer, and death.
1: <laughs>
2: in,
3: that <order. laughs> in that
1: order. In so that order. So this was a comedy. Then. <laughs> so it was a
2: comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> so yeah, that was the first one. And then immediately after, they died laughing. ha ha ha. So funny thing, it was like a week after those auditions, after I'd gotten cast that. Here, Ashley Laura Lee was holding her auditions for her first directorial debut show, Mm -hmm. No Sex, Please, for Britain. I suppose
1: her second debut.
3: Yeah. (laughs) And I went out for that. I did not get cast, but she was like, hey, I want you involved somehow because you seem really, you know, you really want to do this and and interested. So I did it. And I ended up having to play a delivery person on stage anyway. I didn't have any lines, but it was still a great show. Jim was in it. It was the first time I met Jim. And I the fell.
1: aforementioned pants falling down. Yes, yes that yes. was that show.
3: Such a good time. Uh, and I found out that Jim was actually going to be directing True West later that season. Later th- yeah.
1: Was that the next show?
3: That was no, that was the the yeah, show right. after was, that. Yeah, there was
1: a show in between. There was a right. show in between.
3: But I was actually stage managing. That so you show climbed too. the ladder quickly. I did. <laughs> yes. She got involved. I told Jim I was like, I think I want to direct. Um, can I be your assistant director and? We did, and True West, it was an adventure, but it was great. And I'm so a, glad that I got to. It was to, an adventure. It was an adventure. I'm glad I learned under Jim. <laughs> and uh,
1: and, as, and dealing with the circumstances that came along yeah. with it and how to deal with it.
2: Exactly.
3: It yeah. was,
1: that probably is one of your best learning experiences it those was. kinds of situations when you have to. You know, pressure under fire. Roll with the thing. punches a little yes. bit. Mm-hmm. And okay, improvise. this isn't it happening. Happen Let's improv- improv- often. Yep.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, this is happening. I got to, you know. Go figure out it. what I'm going to do. Let's re, I know. think you were
1: my moral support. For <laughs>
3: <too>. <laughs> I tried really hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, after that, I uh, assistant directed the summer show that year, which was Faulty Towers. We did mm-hmm. three episodes of, of uh, the British uh, TV series Faulty Towers. Mm-hmm. And that was another adventure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and it wasn't until a couple months after that where I auditioned for a mystery farce we did here called The Murder Room. <laughs> Keith Malacheski was directing that show again and I auditioned and I got the lead role in that in that I had to kill my try and kill my husband the whole entire show. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> Uh, because, it, But we, you guys already this touched isn't this. isn't like, you know, no. some
1: sort of wish fulfillment. No. Scenario. <laughs> if, you're,
3: if you're just tuning in, I'm not trying to kill my husband. Uh, <laughs> John, I'll, I'll protect you. <laughs> but um,
1: Does he listen to this show? Well, he better.
3: Uh, <laughs> he better now. He better now. Know. Like, watch your yeah. back. you got a look for tips. Watch your back. <laughs> but Ashley and uh, Jim touched on this re- earlier. It is a lot of fun playing a villain.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. yeah.
3: It is a lot of fun.
0: It, it really is, yeah. i don't think i I have now that i think about it arsenic and old lace was really the only time I've. jonathan dr einstein dr einstein Einstein.
3: nice oh that's awesome that's wonderful
0: um no wait musical comedy murders of 1940 oh right about the the, nazi um, guy yeah the nazi pretending to be irish for most of the show (laughs) (laughs) that works that must have gone over well (laughs) yeah and i you know don't exactly look much like a nazi (laughs) those funny germans anyway (laughs) Those wacky Germans.
3: (laughs) I got to work with Ashley on two more shows after that. We did Epic Proportions together. Mm -hmm. And then I auditioned for Jim when he directed Hound of the Baskervilles. And uh, I told you, actually, this is a funny story. I told Jim, I was like, Jim, there's this character. Her name's Laura Lyons. She's in Hound. I'm going to play her.
0: Guess what? (laughs) She did.
3: <laughs> this is even way before the audition. Still, it's much easier
0: <laughs> as a director if somebody just tells you what, they're like what they want. Yeah, it's going yeah. 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 to save
3: you the decision making. <laughs> and it happened amazingly. So I'm yeah, so it good. fit.
1: It was. No, it was a good fit.
3: So. Yep. I, and No
1: argument for me.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> immediately after that was Arsenic and Old Lace. I directed that. It, that was an experience on your all My, you know, the, for on my own the first time. I only assistant directed before. And, did you uh, have an
1: assistant director for that show? I did.
3: It was Cara, it was Cara McCormick. Oh, that's right. Okay. And it, you know, 14 people is your first show. That's that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot to crowd. I had out. 10 in
1: my first. I
3: think you had 10 too. I think I had 10. Yeah. Yeah. It's we seem to it just go for yeah. the bigger cast. I guess
2: it's one of those like, oh, if you can handle a big cast, you can mm-hmm. handle anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I feel like maybe smaller casts are, maybe not, are just as hard, or if not harder. It kind of d- it depends can, on the
0: show. Yeah, I, I mean, there are some there, shows yeah. where, where large casts just kind of flow easily. Mm-hmm. And it also just depends on the cast. If you've got, you know, 14 people that are great to work with, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier than four people where one of them is a pain in the ass. Very, or very has true. to drop out in the middle. <coughs> or disappear. <coughs> yeah, for reasons I will not get into Cuff, here. Cough, cough,
3: cough. <laughs> Hint, uh, sh- yeah, nudge. So
0: that can be difficult, too. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I've done large shows, and I think on the whole, they're probably a little more difficult. But but mm-hmm. Depends on the show, the it's cast. Fair. Exactly,
3: yeah. it does. And yeah, I definitely would love to direct again. I really mm-hmm. do. You never, I never, know, you never know what show's going to come up. So yeah. Which, I
1: c- which ones have you enjoyed the most that you've been involved with?
3: That I've acted in or Anything. directing this past show, Unnecessary Farce. <laughs> oh yeah, that was so much fun. It fun. really was. Tell us about your role in that. <laughs> well, my role. Her name was Karen Brown,
2: CPA. And That's she, part, no, it's not part of the title. It's part of her name. She,
3: she was that is an unusual last name for a yes. CPA. So. Anyway, is that French? It was two cops, and we're in two we're in two motel rooms, and they're connected with a connecting door. And I'm in one suite, and the cops are in the other one. Basically, it's a sting operation. I have to get the mayor to confess that he embezzled sixteen million dollars, and they're making sure it's all captured on videotape.
1: And you're the mole.
3: And I'm the mole. Unfortunately, the night before, I got very, very close to one of the cops, <laughs> and um, we never got to fully enjoy. <laughs> so, the whole, the whole entire show is me full of angst.
0: That's one way to put it? Yes. I was going
3: to say, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. If my character was supposed to get, was in trouble, she was supposed to say, it's getting warm in here. And if I needed them to immediately rescue me, I'd say, it's hot in here. And finally, there was at one point in the show where I'm saying it, and nobody's coming through the door. So I'm like, okay, well, make like you're hot or something. So I started taking off my jacket. Oh, they're still not coming in, taking off the blouse, taking off the skirt. And I have just basically stripped right there down to my bra and underwear and... They would not come save me. That's the whole, that's basically the gist of a lot of farces. <laughs> yes. Running in and out of doors, taking off their clothes. Yes. Sex farces. Yes. yes. Yep. Um,
1: I think, well, it was the same thing in No Sex, please. Yes. The, uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, the lady two escorts.
2: yeah, or the <laughs> lady escorts, that's a better wording. And the leather. Oh, the leather.
1: leather collar.
2: Oh, the collar. Oh my gosh.
3: Yeah,
1: that was so the first fun.
2: time I ever had to do anything
3: like that on stage. It was the first time I ever had to kiss someone on stage. It was the first time I ever had to strip down and have some sort love scene so i'm not that you know that was it was fun it really was a lot of fun the whole show i had a great cast and you can't ask for more than that so we were all very supportive of each other
1: yeah i think that definitely helps bring the whole experience together
3: and well you guys you both saw it you unnecessary (laughs) first oh yeah i loved that
2: show (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a huge fan of farces just generally speaking because i mean i've if you've seen one, I feel like you've pretty much pretty seen them much. all. Yep. but no, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I've never laughed so hard. Steve and and Gina were phenomenal in that yeah. as yes. well. Yeah. and you guys all were great. But like Gina Gina Lutz, who is directing Twelve Angry Jurors this season. Um, yes, yeah, she played the cop, the one of the the, the one of the cops, and not she the one I get close this, to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, not the one you get close to. Because that would have
1: been interesting. That would have been interesting. That would have fun. But that role wasn't that. Was that role originally female, or it was originally,
3: it was originally it was. female? Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. I yeah. couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. i read ri- the
1: play before, I couldn't remember. That it was.
3: role was so her though. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was like kind of like a Barney Fife-ish. Yes, mm-hmm. like that's what a, a she was. Female Barney mm-hmm. Fife, kind of a.
2: That's what she channeled. She's.
3: Yeah. She said exactly
1: that. So,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she she had this like long monologue where she was translating what Steve Niles said. Steve Niles played the, what is it, Scottish? Scottish Hitman. Scottish Hitman, and he also had a long monologue, but it was in Scottish Brogue that nobody could understand. It
0: sounds like something I'd love.
2: It was amazing. (laughs) It was one of the best things I've ever seen on stage.
3: Yeah, there's just some productions that just stick out that you just always, mm-hmm. that you always remember.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, These Shining Lives was definitely one of them. Oh my God, it was my right. first one with you. Yeah. It was the first one of me actually back in theater, mm-hmm. so that one I'll always remember. Murder Room is another one, first villain, first silly farce. You're, mm-hmm. They're just... They stick with you. They stick with you. Mm-hmm. It's a
1: lot of times when the cast just clicks right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and just have a lot of fun. There are a lot of... <laughs> mm-hmm. Entertaining moments that come out of the whole process mm-hmm. of
3: very supportive of one another too. Mm-hmm. If one messes performing. up, We'll cover, know, it, real quick. We'd, we'd cover yeah. it real quick. We were really good about that. Because <laughs> yeah. there was a lot of laughter from the audience, and that would mess us up, so we're turning away
2: from the audience, trying not yeah.
3: to laugh. That's like, the hardest part about it together, farces, is to just it together. get
0: yeah.
2: Well, we did that with In These Shining Lives. So, I, In These Shining Lives, as I said, I played Katie, the lead, and Kevin Christian, on the director of Proof, played the male lead. And there was one time... And These Shining Lives is a serious show. There are light moments, but it's gen- it's a serious show. There was this one time I remember being on stage, and he... He just kind of like stumbled over his worst. And It was a really, it was a really obvious stumble. But he he finished his line and he was fine. But I remember when he made that stumble. I think he was like he turned like truck into frock or something, something stupid <laughs> and and inane. And I, I almost lost it on stage in the middle of a serious fight. And then it was right before intermission. Do you remember this happening? Oh, yeah. And then the curtain... And we're just standing there staring at each other after we had just fought. And then the curtain closed and we immediately broke down <laughs> laughing. <laughs> it was so bad. I, I, I love and hate when those things happen on yes. stage. Yeah,
1: those but, are my big freak-out moments.
2: Oh, my God. You get so much anxiety It's Very scary. It. Mm-hmm. There was this one time in Leading Ladies... I'm sorry. I'm totally No, enough, it's fine. I'm just remembering this. There was this one time in Leading Ladies when... Um, I am, I'm on the couch, and I'm confessing my love to the girl who I've become best friends with, but I don't know that the girl is actually a guy, and also I'm a girl, and this is a girl, and it's, and it's, I guess it was funny for the audience, and I had not expected the audience to laugh when I said, I'm in love with you, but they Burst into laughter, and it, it was a long time. And because they were laughing, I started laughing, mm-hmm. and because I was laughing, they started laughing harder. Mm-hmm. And it just was this thing. We were just—I couldn't stop, and I had to like turn away from the audience and like face in the opposite direction yep. just to stop and get back on track. But yeah, go ahead.
3: <laughs> Thanks. Uh, opening night of Murder Room. There was a big, big technical difficulty in the uh, final scene. <gasps> yes. Oh, I was hoping
2: you would talk about this.
3: The whole point of the last scene. Is that there I finally revealed that I have been trying to kill my husband all along, but my lover who has been the cop investigating the whole thing has a gun and he's got and he has my husband, my stepdaughter, my stepdaughter's fiance, and the maid all at gunpoint. And there's a whole big skirmish where the lights go out, someone else gets the gun. Lights go out, someone else gets the gun. There's fights (laughs) all around. And at one point the lights go down gun goes missing
1: no, one knows, no one, one knows where it went no one on stage knows where it went that wasn't supposed to have happened the,
3: light, no. the lights go up the, the step corner knows no <laughs> somehow we're everybody freaks out because the gun is gone and then so she
1: just pretended to be shot she was no but
3: Her. no this is this is the even funnier part. There's a, the thing with that show there were so many plot holes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one remembered the fact that my lover the cop actually had a gun in his cu- pocket the whole entire time from another scene previously. <laughs> so he just pulls out like, "Yeah, oh, okay. Lights go down, boom, and we just resume <laughs> the scene from that."
1: So
2: <laughs> and it was like it was like a really it was like, "Wait, no." When the lights no! went out, somebody screams, "Wait, all of no." us turned bright red and we start all of us start looking for the gun. It was so I'm so happy I got to see that. That was probably, like, the funniest thing ever.
3: I loved it, that. It is one of the most memorable moments of my
2: acting
1: career. Yes. <laughs> but, All right, well, we've gotta we got to get close to wrapping up here, but there is one other thing I wanted to bring up, mm-hmm. and that is a certain presence who has been reported having e- existed or lived here.
2: He who must not be named. No. Slats? No, we can name him. <laughs> no, he's not supposed to be named.
1: Oh, crap. I messed that up.
2: Slats, the ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: I think I mentioned him in a previous episode, but mm-hmm. yes. So, have you had experiences with slats?
2: I have not, actually.
1: Me neither.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: Well, sorry. Thanks. Up. That's that's a rumor. I mean,
2: I've had like random things fall, but I think that's usually just poor tech construction.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like fall on a set. Yeah. Like like, <laughs> like
2: set pieces set will, pieces will fall, pieces down fall down sometimes, but I really just think that's we don't hammer them into the walls well enough. <laughs> but you were talking about doing. That we have the Village Players has now come up with a little show called Unrehearsed. Yeah, it's a community theater talk show yep. that's centered oh. here.
3: Yeah. Uh
1: oh, we have competition. Now. Oh
2: no, no, it's it's like on YouTube versus podcasts. Okay. It's oh, that's different, totally different. Sort of different media. And our host is right here, yes. the Ashley Ashley Lorley. Yes, very lovely. Thank you. And
3: <laughs> uh, she was actually talking recently, like, why don't we do like a little ghost, a tour, ghost tour? Because talk about everybody mm. talks about slats. Some have interactions, some have not. Turn out, let's turn out all the lights one night in October and just see what happens. And walk- through the theater in the, EVPs. Dark. In the dark. yeah.
0: Nice. <laughs> You're gonna
2: get us some like very expensive ghost hunting com- equipment. Yeah. And,
1: and that's
0: coming at. up very soon.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's right. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Very soon. And <laughs> one other thing, a weird tradition that is has been at this theater. I don't know if it still is carried on, but there has been a former member named Dick Divine. And it had become a tradition, he's, he's since passed, but it had become a tradition that somewhere on the set, in every show, there would be a picture of him. Yeah, there either be. Either visible to the audience or just hidden somewhere. Mm-hmm,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. And every show I've been in, his picture has been somewhere on stage. Mike. In, like, a little frame. There's, a, there's actually a giant painted portrait of his face that I'm assuming was used in a previous show. Yeah, there have <laughs> That's been occasionally... Upstairs.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've seen it. There have been occasionally creative ways in which people have worked in... Mm-hmm.
3: The and Picture it, they would
1: have him like yeah. you know as a portrait of somebody who's supposed to be a family member or yes, whatever. Yeah. It and if
3: it couldn't be on the stage, I've actually seen people
2: like attach it to the set on right. the uh, on the uh ba- on backstage
3: mm. yeah. just so if that it he's made
1: absolutely no it, sense for the picture to mm-hmm. actually be in, in the set. It's a nice yeah. tradition. Yep. So he,
2: he is our our uh Macbeth <laughs> tradition, like you can't not have him somewhere on the set or it's bad luck, right? I think that's what it is.
0: So now you've actually Name the Scottish play. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're in not, a no, no, no,
2: no! You're not supposed to do it when you're on stage during a show. That's no, you're not that's... supposed to
0: do it in a theater.
2: No. Trust me, I,
0: we, we need to have like a whole episode on theater superstitions. Yes. Oh, we can let's talk, talk about, about that, that. in I like
3: yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about this like, yeah, because I'm a host. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, um, I have got a whole list of theater superstitions. It's it's anywhere in the theater you're not supposed to say it.
3: Maybe that should
2: be.
0: That should be your Halloween
2: show. one. There
3: we go. Yeah, boom. Ooh.
0: So Lee maybe next week you can tune in for our superstition show. Ooh. But out bow. Meantime, on that note, <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs>
2: meantime,
1: you can uh, drop us a line at our email address, podcast at backstage.link. Or check out the associated website, backstage.link,
0: because <laughs> he's getting sick of saying it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sick of saying it. I'm sure you all know where it is by now, and you can leave us feedback on iTunes or by email or... Uh, I don't know, wherever carrier you get pigeon. your podcast, yeah. What? Send us <laughs> a carrier pigeon. Send us a carrier pigeon. Maybe smoke whatever. Telegram. Owl whatever mail. Whatever. Singing telegram. Yeah, yep. that would be great. Send us a singing telegram. <laughs> nice. But until then, until we hear from you via a uh, singing telegram, <laughs> I am Glenn. And I'm Jim. And you've been listening
1: to The Backstage Show. Bye-bye.
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm Glenn. And I'm Jim. That's him. <laughs> are you actually recording? Yeah. It? You are? Uh-huh. Are you sure? Uh-huh. Okay. There. <laughs> don't you like me to do it again? I don't care. <laughs> hi, I'm Glenn. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm Jim. And welcome to the backstage show. <laughs> Please
1: don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, my hey, hi, Mike. Hi, Hi. We'll I do it. it. We, we can, it. can do it. I'm actually... Okay. <laughs> Just for Glenn's benefit, as you can probably imagine... Whenever the audience speaks here, <laughs> what about the rest of them?
2: Also episodes? the listeners.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>